1: Should have had this young man on the show a long time ago. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Well, everybody I bring on the show, I'm a big fan of theirs based on their, their strength, based on their area. But truly a big fan of his uh, entertainment uh, information business. He's, an, he's, a, he's the 411 guy. You you want to know about entertainment, what's going on? He's the 411. He's the TMZ type guy. You know, he gets that type of information. Uh, my next guest is a Washington, D.C. based American TV commentator, pop culture expert. Media personality and social media influencer, best known for hosting TV shows like on the Travel Channel and NFL Network, as well as appearing on cable news channels like CNN, HLN, MSNBC. Ebony Magazine named him as one of the 30 on the rise to watch in the industry, and the NAACP recognized him as one of the 40 power players under 40. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations for the first time, TV host and pop culture expert, John Murray. (laughs) Shawn, good morning, man. How's it feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good, my friend. I'm feeling really, really good, brother. Long time, long time. We we've talked a lot. We know a lot of people. Uh, one of our good friends uh, uh, we, uh, out there that uh, we we always cross lanes. And so, how are you doing right now in your life? And where are you where are you calling me from? Man, I'm home in Washington D.C. And I got really nervous last
2: night because I'm a huge WWE fan. And so last night was our Super Bowl. They had their WrestleMania pay-per-view. I know. I know. And so we have a, a, a the WWE championship was won by a black man, which is the first time in the business. You mm-hmm. know, The Rock also hosted the championship at one point, but the company celebrated his Samoan side of his heritage and they didn't, they didn't present him as a black man. So this is the first time that a, a real a brother who identifies as a brother who's been positioned as a brother won the belt. And I was hooping and hollering so much. I was like, oh, I got to do a radio interview in the morning. I might need to pull this back a little bit. So um, it's been a good weekend, man. I've been excited to talk to you. Um, And it's been an amazing start to 2019, man. So many things going on.
1: Okay, we can't forget now Becky Lynch now. Okay.
2: Oh, I, listen. Okay, now. I'm excited for Becky Lynch. Let me find out you down with the WWE, Rashad. We'll <laughs> have to go to a match together. Um, but, um, yeah, I was excited about Becky Lynch, man. But, listen, Kofi Kingston, man, who won the belt last night, right. is a friend of mine. Yes. And, you know, his journey has really inspired me because, you know, the TV component of my career has been my, has been my phase two, has been my act two. You know, I started as an entertainment writer, right. uh, which put me into radio and the radio and writing was an amazing blessing for me. I did a syndicated morning show for six years. I was at the number one African-American website for seven years. I literally got to see the world or somebody else's dime, make amazing relationships, do bucket list experiences, and make money while doing it. But at the end of the day, I went through a phase about maybe five or six years ago where I really started to feel burned out. Yes. And I was unfulfilled because, my, you know, that was my plan B. And my plan B was an amazing blessing, but it was really distracting me from my plan A, which was television. I got into this business because I, I saw guys like Tom Bergeron and mm-hmm. Regis Philman mm-hmm. and Arsenio Hall, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be in the hosting space. I wanted to do daytime talk. I wanted to do specialty TV on cable, and Mm so um, I needed to work back towards that. So watching my friend Kofi, who I had just had dinner with him maybe about five years ago, when he was at a very low point in his career, he was frustrated. The company wasn't really doing anything with him. They hadn't launched this uh, new uh, tag team that he was a part of called The New Day, and he just was trying to figure out where the journey went from there. Mm -hmm. And so to see where he was then, and him even thinking about you know, hanging up his trunk and using his marketing degree somewhere else, and to watch him win this championship last night, it was just great encouragement for a guy like me who's hustling in the phase two of his career. To say sometimes, if you just keep doing the work and stay on the journey, all the elements align up just the way they're supposed to.
1: It's really true because first of all, you have to give me props because our conversation wasn't a predetermined or pre 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 recorded. You started talking about WWE, and I slid right on in with information. Now you sure got to, did. see see what you gotta do is give me some love on that or not? <laughs> I yeah. gotta give you the love for that. You know the Irish woman. You know what I'm saying that she's she's a beast. <laughs> now here's the thing about him, I met him like a uh, like I was less two years ago when he was still like still out there kind of struggling. In the WWE. They they, they were just getting the rhythm of his tag team
2: going. Listen, when they first put his tag team together, the New Day, him, Xavier Woods, and Big E, the fans used to boo them out of the building. Yes, They were the corniest, hokiest, um, happiest team you'd ever seen, and the fans hated it. But they, they took ownership of that. And they rewrote the narrative of what WWE was trying to present with that new day. And then they went from being a team that was getting booed to selling more merchandise at one point than John Cena, something that people said was unthinkable and unattainable. And in in the professional wrestling business, historically, black wrestlers have not fared the same way as their white counterparts. And one of the main reasons is the promoters never thought that black wrestlers could sell merchandise, action figures, Mm T-shirts, and all the other things that help push you to superstardom. But these guys have defied all the odds. They have broken the glass ceiling for brothers of professional wrestling. And last night, man, we all rejoiced.
1: Hey, man, we're going to be right back with him. You know this is not You're a regular now, brother. You're a regular now on my show. We'll be back with more my man, John Murray, on Money Making Conversations. How you doing there? This is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. My show has been taken to a new level. You know, I've always promoted entertainment and entrepreneurship. Well, when you bring an entertainment expert on your show, like I have on the show, a TV host and pop culture expert, like I have on the show now, please welcome back to the show, Mr. Murray. How you doing, sir? (laughs) Man, it's good. Listen, I'm I'm hanging out with a real expert, you know,
2: because let's let's pat you on the back, Rashawn. You know, you've launched. some entertainment careers that have made people multi-millionaires. And so for that, we got to celebrate you for being an entertainment expert in your own right, my brother.
1: I appreciate that. And I thank you for that compliment. And that's why, you, you you know, you was talking about finding your voice. And, and I, when I stopped managing Steve Harvey, I had to find my voice. And sometimes you have to, and when I say that success in anything, when you changing the career, you could work at IBM or you can be working at Apple. Or you can be working at bank of America and you make a career change, when you make a career change, know there is always a transition period in finding your voice, especially when you go exactly to what you was doing previously. Like if you was a baker, now you're a programmer. There's going to be a transition period of you feeling comfortable and showing authority and showing a level of confidence in those positions. When you look at the world that's out there now, what do you see the most? The, the, the I know social media has been the most tremendous change in entertainment. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, man. It it's been a tremendous change and it's, it's both a gift and a curse.
2: I mean, we've seen uh social media cause uh horrible problems for some people in entertainment and in business and in politics. I mean, who would have ever thought that uh Twitter would go in the official presidential record of you know, <laughs> of things that was happening in this country. But uh for, for someone like me, you know, Um, When I walked away from um, my digital gig, when I walked away from the morning show that I was doing uh, and and decided I need to figure out what my next is. Yes, sir. I went through a season where I was living off my savings Mm -hmm. um, because I had become corporate friendly and was hosting events and stuff and, um, and, and, and doing things like that. While on the radio, some of that kept me sustained. But the growth of social media... And being able to use that to supplement my income uh, in various capacities was the thing that kept me from having to go move into a homeless shelter while I was out here trying to get this TV work, man. Right. And so social media has been a significant uh, blessing and an asset uh, in my professional endeavors. And, I mean, and then on the entertaining side of it, man, it's just really cool to have this international connection with people
1: who think highly of your work. Right, right, and that's really. I want to congratulate you. You have a Wikipedia page that is a that is a that's a phenomenal testament of your work to be recognized in an international platform. Now you're shooting a lifestyle series for the DC Office and Cable. Tell us exactly before we get to the show what exactly is the DC Office of Cable and TV?
2: It's funny, Matt. um, So when I started in the business, my very first boss was a beautiful radio personality who's also with you on Sirius XM. She's on the Heart and Soul channel. Her name is Michelle Wright. And Michelle Wright was doing this TV show here in D.C. called The 202. And it was this really flashy morning entertainment uh, talk show situation. And it looked really good on social media. And I kept saying, what is this? And she was like, I want you to come in and meet with the team here. And so I went over to this office, which used to be one of the former – B.E.T. headquarters, right. and I had no, no idea that uh, Washington, D.C. had this government-sanctioned TV, radio, film, and entertainment facility right in the heart of downtown. Yes, and the did. lady who runs the office, director Angie Gates, I knew her because she used to run the Warner Theater here, and she was like, I've been dying to get you to host one of our programs. You were doing all this national TV, but it's time for you to come and work at home, And so they have three channels here on D.C. Cable. They've got um, uh, two HD radio channels. And when films and movies and TV shows come to D.C., they're the office that helps arrange all of that stuff. They're the part of the film commission and all of that as well. And so I'm hosting a show for them uh, for their entertainment channel called Made in D.C. And it's a lifestyle show that really celebrates uh, businesses and entrepreneurs and entities that were made in this city, created in this city, and are offering assets and resources to this city. And it's really a great extension of, of some of the stuff that I was doing for a while at the Travel Channel. And um, it feels great to be able to, um, you know, really work at home. I got to go and co-host the mayor's inaugural ball as a part of this relationship. And uh, you know, being able to to, to to have the Hollywood experience in your hometown is a great thing.
1: Well, I think importantly that you bring that that resume. And that's what this is all about. You know, and you can yes. contact a person like me, and I comfortably will give you a, a contact to another person to be able to build that brand. Because D.C. is a destination city. You know, everybody that comes to D.C., everybody, they do television shows there. Media is the... You know, Radio 1 is set up there. A lot of a lot of uh, television networks are set up in the D.C. area. A lot of, the, of course, you know, the heart of the government's in the D.C. area. When you do a show like Made in D.C., which reminds me of a show that I grew up called PM Magazine. It was a local show that really it really was the information source of what happens in that in that community, which the community at the time was Houston. And the D.C., you also have Maryland, you have Virginia. So you really cover in a lot of places other than D.C. or is it just D.C. proper? Well, this particular show, because
2: it is a part of these particular cluster of channels, yes, it's really about the heart of downtown D.C. Wow. But everybody mm-hmm. in this area, you know, we, we love the DMV. That's what we call it, um, right. uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And I tell people all the time when they ask me about the area, because they say everything is so close, the city really is kind of shaped like an egg. If you boil an egg, (laughs) the yolk would be the heart of downtown D.C., and all the white white part on the outside would be that loop that takes you from Virginia to Maryland. And there's literally a highway that you could get on and loop from Virginia to Maryland and never get off the highway.
1: Yeah, yeah, you want to get off that highway because that traffic... (laughs) Uh, Long you will sit on that
2: highway and watch traffic.
1: It <laughs> feel like a ball <laughs> leg. You feel like a ball <laughs> leg of that traffic. Now let's talk about you know you being. A, we talked a little bit about being a social media influencer. You know they say if once you get over fifty thousand of any, you can be an influencer. It depends on your engagement, you can be an influencer. What 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 is what is the direction you're trying to take your influence as a social media influencer? Well, you know, one of the things,
2: um, so, so entertainment is how I cut my teeth for the business. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I really don't like to be boxed into just that. Like, um, you know, when I have to do cable news or some of the daytime talk shows and stuff, when I have to go do entertainment topics, I literally, most times than not, can do them without little to no prep because right. I'm so well-versed in most of the people in the topics. It doesn't require the work that it does if I'm going and talking about some social issues or some cultural impact issues or more lifestyle-oriented issues. And so my social media for me is being able to uh, share the the totality of who I am. You know, um, working in entertainment originally and living in D.C., which was considered a political city, I had to travel a significant amount of time. So I ended up becoming like an accidental travel expert. Um, you know, I've doing 100,000 frequent fire miles a year. I can tell you which restaurants uh, are the best at various airports. Uh, people email me and contact me about where to stay and what to do. And I can definitely tell you where all the best street art and street murals in all the hot cities are. Um, and so because of that, I like to um, include a lot of my travel influence and mm-hmm. uh, my travel ideas right. and 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 my voyages on the road on my social media, because people love to try to emulate the experiences that I have in the travel space and live by or those who don't travel as much try to live vicariously through me mm-hmm. but in you know as, as as a end result of that, you know that was one of the main reasons of how I ended up doing some some hosting and some programming Absolutely. over at travel channel. Absolutely. They love the fact that I was this this kind of Hollywoodish kind of guy. But was always <laughs> on the road and could talk to you about destinations all over the world.
1: I'm gonna tell you something. We got a minute and a half left with you. The television event of the year starts this Sunday. You cannot. Can you give me your thoughts on Game of Thrones?
2: Don't don't uh, put me in the town square and, uh, and and send the people to fight me like they do on uh, Game of Thrones. But it's not a show that I watch, so. <sighs>
1: My God. <laughs> we, they, my, my, my staff said, cut off the line. Cut off the line. He go from the, I just knew we going to go. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, you need to catch up. 66 episodes. You're missing. You need to watch it this <laughs> Sunday, everybody. April 14th. it starts. The dragons the is coming. The winter is coming. Work. Black I, folks I watching. Got, Hispanic I, people I watching. You know white people watching. Everybody watches Game of Thrones. Except for you, Mr. Murray. <laughs> My entertainment expert, what he said right there, TV (laughs) host and pop culture expert. If Game of Thrones is not pop culture, I don't know what is, but that doesn't mean I'm just put a comma at the end of my title say pop culture expert with the exception of Game of Thrones. (laughs) I love it, I love it. Hey man, this has been an exceptionally fun interview. You know, uh, we need to reconnect. Uh, I consider myself an influencer, I got a a fan club of 230,000. So let me support you. Let me support you, and if you don't mind, I like to bring you on my show every quarter. You feel comfortable with that? Listen, man,
2: let's talk about it and talk to the people and make it happen.
1: Thank you very
0: much. You need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeartRadio iHeart to get twenty percent off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for twenty percent off Raycon Wireless Earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.